welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Chief Seeds Podcast. What is up, everybody? What is up, Juice? What's up, everybody, on TikTok? What's going on, buddy? Uh, so, anyways, how's it going? How's your uh, week going? My week's going pretty good so far. Uh, uh, I see we're live on TikTok again this week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so let's uh let's get right into the show. We ain't. We ain't gonna dilly dally this week, uh, uh, so let's uh, go ahead and shout out our guys on TikTok real quick. Absolutely. All right. So shout out one. We got Dakota Phillips three getting married July tenth. Congratulations, Dakota, and good luck to his fiance. I hope you get to plan your funeral more than what I get to plan mine. Uh, I mean your wedding. I'm sorry. Uh, same no, show. you had it. You, I think you had it right the first time. Okay, all right, just checking. You're you're already married, so yeah, you, oh, you're yeah. the expert in this category. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's do shout out for cooking and drinking. Uh, he's one of my favorite creators on TikTok. Uh, you can go to CW Spirits and use promo code Drinking Five for him. That's five percent off on any order you got. I love cooking and I love drinking. You damn right. That's why he's one of my favorite creators. Cause I, I love, love to eat too. Yeah, man, that's my favorite thing. Other than drinking, that's my second favorite activity is eating. So Damn right. I'm all about it. Uh, let's see. We got Porch Life Nebraska Girl. What's going on? What's happening? Uh, da, 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 da. I've missed somebody, but you ain't commented, so I can't read your name. Uh, and I got a little special quick shout-out real quick. Uh, my little girl... She uh, graduated from the fifth grade elementary school. She's moving on to uh, the big time and going oh, into middle school next year. So, yeah. Does dad feel old? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dad is old. Oh, Lord, it happens. Oh, yeah. I missed uh, NB Country Girl, my little Canadian friend that pops in and out of my lives constantly so we are international yeah i, I we already knew that well i mean i'm just saying i we got get, i got proof man. we we also got to shout out our our listeners from ireland the great britain singapore <laughs> <laughs> even we, exactly no right i'm serious you. i'm serious singapore is in there we we love you guys keep on listening the Philippines as well, so don't don't want to leave them out. So yeah, so keep you, on listening. Well, um, you got a show to talk about, or we just go bullshit. Yeah, we're we're gonna bullshit. You a shout bit. outs. I told you my daughter. Oh yeah, you got any more? No, I was, I was getting ready to go. Oh, damn, in I done had a whole damn list of shout outs. I, you only got one. Yeah, that's what the all fuck I had. is happening? Well, here? all right, I got I got one other. Uh, make sure you guys are listening to uh the podcast the uh, the wise guys podcast uh with big e and the doc uh couple of guys they got pretty decent podcast uh they're starting to take off so give them a listen uh and if you guys for you guys on tiktok who uh don't listen to us on uh our podcast 
you can find us on Spotify or, or Apple. Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcast. Anchor. Anchor. Breaker. All those stuff. Uh, There's a bunch of names. So just find us on uh, at the Cheap Seats Podcast or Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm sorry. Um, all one word. I found out that people have difficulty finding us because they try to space cheap and seats. Yes. It's all one word. All one word. Um, and those of you who are listening, I don't know wanna, if we were trying to be different or illiterate, one of the two. And those of you who are <laughs> listening, I think a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, going to completely ignore that. <laughs> I, 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 uh, for those who are listening, though, if you want to follow us on uh, Twitter, we are uh, Cheap Seats Pod One on Facebook, the Cheap Seats Podcast. And on TikTok, we got the uh, the the famous bluegrass beer, bluegrass underscore beer. I always forget that damn underscore, but I'm bluegrass not famous. But yes, the underscore is there. Underscore the fam- with with the over fifty thousand followers, and you can also follow the show on TikTok at the Cheap Seats Podcast. But I do. Granted, I might not have the biggest following in the world. But I got the best following in the world. You got a loyal following. I got the best following in the world. There ain't no doubt about it. I got multiple people that I recognize, names, pictures, multiple people that comment on everything, share my stuff. Like, I got people that push my shit, and I wouldn't be shit without them, so. That's awesome. There ain't no doubt that I've got the best following in the world. I'll go, I'll I'll put my group up against anybody. Well, that's what you want to have there, because, uh. It's always good to have good loyal uh, followers, and you know it's good for you to reach out as as many as many followers as you do have. It's good for you to individualize them like you do. Because... Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that I know all fifty seven thousand of them, but I mean, I mean it, there is a core. Impossible. Yeah, there is a core group that I recognize. Like I said, names, pictures, and you would speak to any fifty seven thousand. Oh hell yeah! I mean, like if, if I think I went through a drive-through the other day, and somebody asked me if I did TikTok, and I was like, "The fuck!" Like it's still. I was like, "You do you follow me?" Like, yeah, I do, but yeah, like what? So yeah, it, I mean, if you see me, I got a message at one point that was like, "Are you in Mount Sterling Walmart?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, where the hell are you? Like, come talk to me. Like, what the hell? Don't message me on here. Walk yeah, up to me. Like, walk up to me. I want to. I want to meet my. uh adoring fans my adoring followers (laughs) all right well let's get into news time news fresh news news time (laughs) all right uh, (laughs) we got breaking news we got breaking news to start out i don't have a breaking news sound oh yeah (laughs) breaking news Uh, hey i'm gonna stick with that one that's pretty good hold on let's rerun it one more time let's rerun it Breaking news. (laughs) All right. Coach K of Duke, the Duke University Hall of Famer and all-time winningest coach, Coach Krasinski. Not Krasinski. (laughs) Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah, Coach K. There you go. Let's stick with that one. (laughs) Has announced that he is going to retire following the 2021-2022 season. I'm trying like hell to say it. Shishishki. 
It's it's pretty that hard. Is, that is difficult. All right. Anyways, okay, so he's gonna retire. Thank the fucking Lord. He's like, been he's oh been there. He's no, been I'll there just be glad. Ever. I'll just be glad to see Duke fall back into the irrelevance of college basketball. Will be what I'll be happy you, about. You think that'll happen? They've well, already announced his yeah, success. They're, they're being promoting assistant, uh, Shayer or or Scayer. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. But yeah, and he's been there for a long time. I'm sure he has. It depends on exactly how good of a recruiter he is. Like Coach K gets people right now. I mean, it's not even really his personality or his ability to convince you to do. I mean, it's it's really it's it's his name. It's his it's, legacy. Yeah, yeah, like he can. Yeah. Well, and I think Duke has a basketball legacy as well. That is tied to Coach K. No, that you're right. It Every is. bit of it is Coach K, right? right? So when you walk into a five-star recruit's but, living room and you say, oh, we have one of the greatest legacies in college basketball, and he says, yeah, but you're not Coach K. But, but. What do you do then? All right. I think I think the same thing could have been said about UK back in uh, the Rupp days. Right. It, it, uh, it very well could have. This is the stage that Duke is on. And w- what happened to UK? They came out. They won more national championships. They've had yeah, great I mean, coaches. Yeah, and they they have proved and over multiple they, coaches. The that, school is a legacy. Yeah, that over and but it's over multiple coaches. Right. Right. So you have to prove that over multiple coaches that you can still continue to do this. Right. And if it doesn't, then they fall right back into the realm yeah, of irrelevance. They're they're gonna have to, you know, hit the ground running pretty quickly with, you know, who you know, I am not even gonna say it with this uh guy who's taken over, I'm not even gonna say who uh you know, he's got big shoes to fill. So if he's not successful, I still don't put Duke out of that because it may take them a couple coaches before they get back to but I don't think they'll have a long stay in uh, mediocrity if yeah, they I mean, if, 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 they, if they do fall into mediocrity it might and I can't sit here and say that I think that they're immediately irrelevant it's it's kind of though in my opinion it's a matter of it's, really it's time know. to prove it at you this really point like right. is it K or is it the School boosters, the actual program. I'm kind of with you that or I think is it just K? I think I'd say 75% of it's definitely Coach K. Guaranteed. I mean, he's the one that has built everything else that I just mentioned. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Maybe his assistants are just as good as recruiters. Just, I don't, we'll see. Right, maybe. But I mean, Bill Belichick's the greatest NFL coach of all time and hasn't had a damn disciple one succeed. So, no. Is not. it that? Or do they just keep going? You know, do they keep the train rolling or do they fall into kind of like what New England could fall into? And you know, Belichick you, you mentioned that, and, and I'm not saying that there hasn't been, but I don't, a lot of names hasn't popped up. As as uh, under the Coach K coaching tree, as no. far as like head coaches, period. No. So that kind of makes me wonder. Yeah, it's weird. Bit. You know, I mean, you see a lot of, especially in basketball, you see it mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, a lot of coaches, assistant coaches that are you know eventual head coaches, be it be it a you know a small school, you know, and rise up, but. They, you know, they coach under greats and they get right. good jobs most yeah. of the time. 
Yeah. I mean, you look at the uh, Miller brothers. They coached under Thad Mata, who, who isn't shit compared to Coach K. Right. And, you know, those both those boys. But there's a tree there. Right. There's so, a like, tree. yeah, take it back and compare it to the NFL. You have um, the Andy Reid coaching tree. Right. That's one of the most famous ones. Right. 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 Well, uh, Andy Reid's a part of uh, the uh, the 49ers, Bill Walsh coaching tree. Right. The Packers, actually Mike Holmgren, whose Holmgren was a Bill Walsh disciple. Right. So, like, take. Take that and compare it. So, like, you have the Andy Reid coaching tree. That's one of the most famous ones. But see, the thing about that is, even with Belichick, you you could trace those trees back all the way back in history, but not to success. You well, can't. Well, when once you start the Belichick tree, right? Once you start the and, tree, there and Belichick is at the top of the tree. You can't trace that really. You can trace it. It's got a lot yeah, of wins. Yeah, but they got a lot of sucky coaches. But on yeah, there's it. there's uh, not a whole lot of success there. The Andy I mean, Reid coaching tree, there's a bunch. The the only ones I can see that's had somewhat success is uh, Flores in Miami and uh, Bill O'Brien. Right, but really and, with Flores, you only have one year, yeah. and Bill O'Brien's one of the biggest disappointments. Well. Bill O'Brien just sucked as a GM. Yeah, all, it's all not together. really his coaching I mean, ability. His coach, he was a pretty good coach. But, uh, yeah, he just, he wasn't shit. But let's get off the NFL because we got a lot a lot more to cover real quick. Do we have more breaking news, please? We do have more breaking news. Danny Ainge. Breaking news. Danny Ainge the, the, retires this as Celtics, the Boston Celtics. President and general manager, and Brad Stevens, the head coach, will assume the full-time role of Danny Ainge. Now, so then Brad Stevens hires a new head coach, and the yeah, the Celtics hire a new head coach. Now, here here's the thing: is it is that's kind of shocking to you? I know you're. Yeah, it's kind of a little out of left field. Uh... I mean. I'm not surprised by the Danny Ainge retirement. He's right. been in the league for but a long time. It's a little strange to promote but... your head coach. Up usually, Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach, but to be yeah. honest with you, I thought he'd be go more so more inclined to go back to uh college, college. like right. you know, Indiana was open, that would have been a prime spot for him. That's a and big, that, that's a blue blood, but that's it, it's it's just, very odd to see a head coach go from head coach to GM, right? I mean, Danny Ainge did it. Um, right. I mean, you see it in the NBA. I'm not saying you don't see it. Yeah, but, but it's a lot more less but, likely. A lot of the times, the GMs come from some like uh, the Golden State Warriors or the Los Angeles well, Lakers assistant GM gets promoted to somebody else. What, and, what you see a lot of times, with, or a head scout, with, go, when you see a head coach in the NBA go go to a, a GM position, you see a lot of these coaches have been either players or players and coaches in the NBA for a long time before they're ever even considered right. for a front office position. You look at a... That's not what you got here. You look at Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson um, coached for years and was successful, but the minute he took on a front office role with the Knicks, what happened to him? Oh, yeah, and Phil was retired prior to taking that role in the front office. Like, he didn't and go he had for... Been a... in, and he had been in the league for... A, a years. lot of years. I mean, at least tw- twenty or more. Anyways, as far as a coach, um, not to mention a player with the Knicks. Uh, so that that kind of 
kind of surprised with me that Stevens stepped down, but then I did hear and I read that Stevens was burned out on being the coach after the bubble of last season. Um, What's an NBA GM make compared to an NBA head coach, I wonder? I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not positive. That myself. might be something that we would have to look up, but uh, I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Um, all right, so let's move on. I that's kind of well. Real quick though, with the I don't do anything quick. Don't say real quick. With with the uh uh with the surprise. I mean, I'm I'm more surprised with Brad Stevens assuming the role than I am Ainge, you know, actually retiring. But uh, with him assuming the role and leaving the head coaching position, who are some candidates you might think of right off the top of your head, you think? I mean, I know Jason Kidd has been a prime, you know, he's been thought of in a lot of circles. He's out there. He's had his time. He's had two stints, and he wasn't successful. But um, Kidd's a name. Another name. is uh Lloyd Pierce who is who was the head coach for uh Atlanta. Sweet Lou still out there? Who? Sweet Lou. Where's he at? I think he's assistant with the Clippers. So that would be a name I would throw in there that, probably. That, that's a possibility. I mean a lot of these names they like they just kind of keep floating around. Right. So like when one gets fired is I mean uh, there's a few coaches out there who are assistants is Tib still he's with the Knicks. Okay. He's actually, and he's done a and he's right. done a and phenomenal he's, job. Yeah. We talked about he's this last week. He's done a phenomenal him. job with uh, Julius Randle. Julius, you know, we talked about Julius being the most improved player award last week, but he, uh, you know, he's turned Julius' career around. But he's not a, you know, Julius is not a number one. He's just a number one on that team right now. Um, they need better talent around him. Uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah, Jason Kidd and Lloyd Pierce are just just a couple guys that you know come to mind uh, that I can think of right offhand. Uh, Budenholzer from uh, Milwaukee who got fired. Um, I think he could be a good choice, but you know I, I'm I'm kind of wondering about some of Brad Stevens' assistants. You know, you would think he would want to keep his core guys in there. Potentially, but does he play the uh, devil you know, or does he kind of swing for the fences? I mean, if... I think it'll be interesting. It'll be the first big decision he makes, so... I think, to me, I think I would, with it being the first, until I get established, I think I'd go after the safer bets, to me. The one I know. Like, right. I mean, that's kind of the way I tend to lean toward when making decisions like that is the one I, mean, I, I would rather have the one I know than the the shot in the dark but one one thing that he does have in his pocket and that I think is going to be of great value to him is I did read Danny Ainge is going to help with the transition into the offseason this year so he's not going to be at it alone on its first offseason probably needs to get him a good salary cap guy yeah, I think that's that's a uh, a lot of it. Uh, all right. So uh, Damon Lillard uh, set the record for the most threes in a playoff with twelve. 
Staff will probably break it next week. But but the Blazers uh, lost Game Five to Denver, and and might I add, this was a double overtime loss that they had, and and Denver is up three to two right now. Uh, I like Trailblazers. I like uh, Dame Lillard. I I I love his game. I'd like to see him somewhere else besides Portland, though. I don't know. I think it's part of the reason I like Dame so much is the fact that he's always been with Portland. I don't. I, I like that connection to lo- between team and player, and I do too. But it's it's obvious that the Trailblazers isn't gonna get him a uh, a true number two, a true running mate. He needs a running. Yeah, mate. he's. I mean. He got- CJ McCollum's there, yeah. and I, I like McCollum, but he's not a true number I mean, two. Well, they've tried to put a lot of talent around him. They've got CJ, they've got Carmelo Anthony. Don't all, they have Labissier? The they have Labissier too. They draft which, scale? No, they didn't draft him, but they traded for him. He got drafted by the Heat. It seems like, though, didn't they bring in that big man that used to be from Miami? Uh. Yeah, that I'm sorry. They they drafted Scal. You're right. Yeah. They drafted Scal. They brought in uh, uh he had a bunch of blocks here a few oh, years. He shit. came on the scene. I can't think of his name. I damn, really you think we was a damn podcast. podcast. Yeah. Like, you journalists. Think, yeah, fuck. We're uh, not journalists. We're by no means. We're just uh, a couple uh one one full blown alcoholic to a, a border on his <laughs> one working on his alcoholism. One in training. We have one an alcoholic, that's me, if you were wondering, and then I have the big man in training. Yeah, take the millennial younger guy to be the one in, uh, be the one that's training the 40-year-old. All right. Uh, former Cavs and <coughs> Michigan coach, <laughs> Jim Beeline, or John Beeline, I'm sorry. John Beeline. Go. I thought I was going to correct you. Take the role with uh, the Detroit Pistons as a player developmental director. You think he'll be the next coach for Detroit? You think this is the one of the way because they have a uh, Casey uh, as their as their head coach right now. The the former, Possibly. yeah, the Sean one... Casey, I think his name is. He's the former coach for the Raptors. Yeah, I can't remember what his first name is, but you're right. Casey is his last name. He used to be for the Raptors. Drew, Casey. he actually won. Coach of the year with the Raptors. Yeah, they, and, and then was fired at the end of the year. Yeah, which was mind blowing. But so, might I add that was the the second time that's only happened. Uh, so the other coach was uh, the Cavs' former coach when LeBron before LeBron went to Miami. Right. So my question would be: Why is he staying in the NBA? I don't. Yeah, that's the. That's actually that's kind of what perplexes me the most. Yeah, but y'all he, hear that? I use big words. He, um, yeah, that's what perplexes me the most. Like, why? He, he's been in NCAA for a long time, and I know he's older as well. You know, maybe, I don't know if he'll be another NBA coach. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But if this is just a, you know, maybe this is a step into the front office. Maybe. And, you know, yeah, he's trying to transition age, out of coaching maybe at his age. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's a possibility because he's he, he going to be the director of player development. So, But that tells me coaching. 
that doesn't say maybe, but I would say that was, that's probably the easiest position to maybe, transition out of coaching. Maybe and that's go toward maybe the that's office. just by title, right? You know, maybe it's a created job. I'm not real sure. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of this before. I mean, it may be, but it might be just like I said, by title. All right, uh, Team USA, but. And did you know, I didn't know this, uh, the Olympics are now hosting a uh, a three-on-three basketball tournament. Did you know that? No. And guess who's not going to be a part of it? The USA. Team USA, because uh, they got beat by uh, uh, Norwegian, Norwegian, Nor- Norway. Who the fuck were you playing? Norway. It, it's, not, it's not like pros playing. Why the fuck it's would former, you not send pros? It's former, well, right Right now, during their their like little run right now, the NBA is going on, but like uh, it's three on three. I think they're just doing like former college, either former or current college players. Yeah, so like the what is that that they do in New York, the big three challenge? Yeah, or... kind of like that, but it's actually going to be an Olympic event. Still at, don't give at, a fuck. In the pro twenty twenty two. Yeah, but you know. It used. It didn't used to be like that. It used to be like amateurs. You know, that's how the dream team got created. Because we went over there one year and didn't win it, and then all of a sudden we were like, "Fuck it, we're sending the best." Yeah, we sent the pros, and we've sent the pros ever since. Why would you not send the pros to this? Like that's just fucking stupid. I don't know. It might. It might have something to do with you know. It might be something more than what we know. Like. Players Association, NBA, League Rules, I don't know. That that might be something. I don't give a fuck. That's dumb. It it is dumb, but I mean who wouldn't love to see like I don't know, the three best NBA players like a, a... I can send Durant, LeBron, and Curry over there and see what the fuck happens. Yeah, you know, like... I mean or you know, you got a fourth add on James Harden or add on, you know, I don't know, you know, somebody else. But, you know I don't know. But anyways, uh, we need to take a quick break and and have a word from our sponsors real quick. So we will be right back. And we are back. Uh, one last little bit of news. I uh, breaking news. I actually got it sent through a text to me. Breaking news. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, the I'm w- telling you, ain't nobody needs no soundboard. I'm right here. <laughs> the WWE, and I'm not really sure why I haven't got a reply back on that yet. The WWE has released uh, Braun Strowman and Aleister Black. Um, I know who Braun Strowman is, and I I know of the name Aleister Black. I've heard it before. Like I, I'm not a big wrestling fan anymore. I mean, that was kind of that passed me by in my younger years. I know you're. You, I am. Uh, watch wrestling. Um, I am pretty religiously. Yes. So, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Because give me the lowdown on this. Okay, I, so Braun, I understand a little bit actually because, well, Braun has all the potential in the world. Um, I think WWE mismanaged him in a way. Uh, Braun needs a mouthpiece so bad it ain't funny, or he needs to be the monster killer that never talks. Um, and he was never either one of those with WWE. Um, he just can't cut a fucking promo, and it kills me. 
that he can't do that. But I mean, if you give him a mouthpiece, say Paul Heyman, who's right. the best right. mouthpiece in the business, right? Um, say even like uh, Paige cuts a good promo right now. You could bring her back, and she could be Braun's manager slash advocate, which is what Paul Heyman kind of calls himself, or. Uh, you know, he needs a mouthpiece. Um, All right. Real, so if you real, give him a mouthpiece or give him that little silent killer monster type gimmick, uh-huh. I think he could have been very successful. Okay. Real, real quick, look. real quick, real quick. I hate to cut you off, but real quick. My, my source has just told me the reason, the reasoning behind this is, uh, budgeting. Uh, also two months ago, I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't know about it, obviously. Uh, Samoa Joe was let go. Yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't know that. I I didn't know. I I know who Samoa Joe is. He Which was is another. TNA. That's a that's another one that WWE completely mismanaged once he got out of NXT and out from underneath Triple H's thumb uh, into the main roster. He's been completely mismanaged the entire time. Right. I. You know. I I remember when Samoa Joe was with uh, TNA and. He was a name there. Yeah, Samoa he, Joe has all the potential in the world to be AJ Styles, uh, John Cena, like whatever. He doesn't have the look that Vince wants. Right, right. He's kind of a chubbier dude. Yeah, uh, right. He, Samoa Joe, you know, it. it's crazy because it's like, I'll, every now and again, I'll tune into it. And the last, like, the last time I seen him wrestling, I, I seen him wrestling. And he was like going for like I don't know like a a championship belt. I'm not even sure yeah. what. And then like a month later, I was watching it again. He's commentating, and he was commentating. It I'm aggravates like, the living piss out of me. What the hell is he? Is he a commentator or is he a wrestler? Make so, up your mind. Samoa Joe is one of those guys. He has the exact opposite problem that Braun Strowman has. Samoa Joe doesn't have the look, but he has everything else. Right. He's got. He can work in the ring. He, he, he can cut out. a hellacious promo. Right. He, I mean, he's one of the best promos in the business. Yeah. Um, he can actually, I can argue with you that he cuts a better promo than AJ Styles does, which is one of the top guys right, right. now. Uh, and I would definitely tell you AJ Styles is top five performers in the ring right now, but he can't touch Joe on a promo. But anyways, uh, the whole budgeting, blah, blah, you know, like... I don't know. You That's know, maybe it has something service. to do with the pandemic. Maybe it, you know, maybe it is budgeting with the pandemic and things. But it, um, I would probably say it's lip service. Alistair Black is the one that really pisses me off. Okay. Um, Alistair Black has everything you could want. All right. Um, he can work in the ring. He I has think I've seen gimmick. him before. He he, pretty big dude, right? Well, I mean, he's he's pretty decent size. He's probably somewhere Muscular. around six four. He's yeah, got he, some he's muscle, not as big as Braun Strowman, but he's he's, he's, he's big lean. Dude. He he's he's got some leanness to him, but it, it's 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 like this whole MMA kind of mixing into professional wasn't he, wrestling. Wasn't wasn't he a uh, uh... MMA guy? I I don't know exactly what his background is. I know he's trained in mixed martial arts, but I don't know if he's ever done anything significant in the MMA world. That, that seems maybe but that's why I think he's 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 super talented, super athletic, and like I said, he's got the perfect gimmick. He doesn't talk. It's mysterious. He comes up like when he enters the arena, like he that comes up. Is? Yeah, that's him. I thought that was Braun Strowman. He kind of no, looked like Braun Strowman. No, that's Alistair Black. 
Uh, so he has like this, like he rises up from like a laying position off a platform, the smoke, it's dark in the ring. Like he never, it's dark in the arena. He never talks. And like, he comes in there and like kicks your fucking head off. And it's believable when he hits black mass, which is his finisher. It's basically a spinning heel kick right? that they just call black mass. And I mean, it's, it's a believable finish that he just knocked this motherfucker out. He's the perfect character for you. Right. Like, but yeah, that one's Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, that one's Mr. Perfect's And then the son. other one. Is that, is that Mr. Perfect's son? Yeah, that's Mr. Perfect's son. And he's probably one of the safest workers. Like, anytime they bring back, like, the old legends for a, a I, spot pop, that's, I thought, that's who they put him with. What was his name? Hennig. What's this guy's name? Uh, uh, Curtis Axel's what they call him on is that, TV. Is that, is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. But he, he changed. Yeah, he did not want to go with the Henning name because he did, he he's one of those like right. when the Rock come in. I know you. I know you guys can't see it, but I was just looking at at a Curtis Axel picture, and I swear I didn't know that's who it was. Yeah. I haven't um really like I said I haven't really watched. I need to start watching a little more WWE so we can talk about it a little bit more because oh, I do I like could, talking yeah, about it. I could, I could talk WWE all day long. But, yeah, um, the whole Aleister Black thing really aggravates the living piss out of me. I cannot believe they released him. All right. Well, let's move on because we got some NFL news. That's what our meat and bones is. That's what our, our meat and potatoes is, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the NFL news. And the Packers plan to call Aaron... I almost called him Rodriguez. Aaron Rodgers is bluffed, and they they won't do a trade, um, at least right now. Uh, do, you, do you think this is going to backfire on him? <sighs> you think we're going to see a Carson Palmer kind of retirement from Aaron Rodgers, retire for a year or two, Man, a year, and then go to another team? That takes some taters to do. I don't know. Uh, it it worked. It worked in Carson Palmer's favor. It did. But but Carson Palmer, Palmer wasn't was the reigning Cincinnati, and he wasn't the leaving Green MVP. Bay, and he wasn't the reigning MVP when he did it. So like Rodgers knows, like he's at the top of his game. He knows he's got weapons around him. Like he's not in a bad situation, right. but he's just in a where he's pissed off at the front office. So right. it's one of those things, like. In our world, if we're surrounded by people we like on the floor, but we don't particularly care for what the front office is doing, are we going to leave looking for greener pastures? Yeah, that's, that's like, kind of like the people we work with, like on the floor and stuff. That's kind of like our teammates. So we right. love our teammates, and our supervisors might be our coaches. And then once you get to the front office, that's our your GM, yeah. executive. Yeah, and that's, a bunch of that's who Roger's pissed off at. Right. And really, who, how often do you have to deal with that? You know, like, I get why he's mad. I get that he wants out. But, man, it would take a lot of taters to retire coming off an MVP season. Do you you think this is hurting his legacy? No, I don't think so. He's still, I mean, the greatest pure passer I've ever watched. So He's the greatest all-around quarterback I've ever seen. I will give you that. That one. um, you, You... you know, I I feel I feel I feel a little bad for Brian, Brian Gutekunst because he's really not that bad of a Gutekunst. GM. He's I'm I'm not saying that, you know, maybe 
maybe you know maybe Jordan Love turns out to be a a, a great quarterback. Man, I'm not saying they. I've actually heard it all spins back to Jordan Love. Right. You know, if if Jordan Love comes out of this and you know becomes a Pro Bowl quarterback, Brian Gutekind's gonna look like a, a fucking genius. Yeah. You know, and and you know, granted because he he's actually had some really really good draft pick since he took over the job. I mean, you look at Rashawn Gary, who's up and coming, who's going to be great. You look at a, he drafted a Pro Bowl uh, uh, guard, um, Elgin Taylor, I think that's his name, um, or I'm sorry, Elgin Jenkins. Um, and he's he drafted one of the, probably, if not the best, the top two cornerback in the league in Jair Alexander. Um, he's He's hit on a lot of draft picks, right. uh, but he's his legacy as well is going to be tied to, to Jordan, Jordan Love and this pick. Yeah. You know, they I think they bet a year or two too soon on Aaron Rodgers declining. Aaron Rodgers, I think, was pissed off. Now, do, if he stays with the Packers, do, do I think he has another MVP-type season? I don't know, to be honest with you. Maybe, maybe not. But. I know Spite is a great motivator, so, I mean. Do you, do you think if he plays for the Packers? Okay, say this scenario plays out. Say the Packers fire, in which there's really nobody besides uh, Mark Murphy to fire Gutekinds, which is his guy. Uh, right. If, if they fire Gutekinds and then Rodgers comes out, you know, he's all happy again. Then he, you know, starts showing decline this season. Then what? You yeah. know, I mean, you're talking about it's not just you're talking about an all time great. I get that. It it'd be it'd be a different story. You'd fire Gudikins in a heartbeat if Rogers was 28, 29 years yeah. old. He's thirty seven. His yeah, I know. he's on the decline of his career. He's on the he's in the twilight of it. It's a so, tough position to be in. There ain't so, no I mean, doubt about it. What would you? I don't think I would have ever drafted Love to begin with, but I mean, what if Love was turns out to be the second coming of Aaron Rodgers? What if he come? You know, I've heard word out of OTAs that Love looked like a completely different quarterback this year from last year. Um, I mean, if he does come out of it, yeah, you look like a genius. I probably wouldn't have done it. But if I've got a quarterback like Rodgers in years past, I would have been taking weapons and line and and really going for it every year. Right. right. I agree with the you Packers there. haven't been doing that. So. But you also got to look at your long-term future as well. Oh, you're absolutely right. And I'm not trying to knock that, but I think this quarterback class was way deeper than the love class. Right. I'm, I'm not saying that it was, but we, we really don't know much about love to be honest with you i mean no, he really don't. only got in college he only had like one to one or two years of real true experience starting uh so i just i don't know you know how things are going to work out with him you know but, what what would be different if maybe you took kyle trask in the second round this year as opposed to taking jordan love in the first last year well, yeah, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, Kyle Trask is a different type of quarterback. I what mean, would have made what would have made the difference if you would have just fucking picked up the phone and called Aaron Rodgers? That's my biggest like, thing. I mean, I think that's where uh, Goot went uh, wrong. I think that's where he uh, 
messed up. I'm not saying he's a bad GM because I mean, as far as I'm, draft I'm picks, not either. Like he's he's had a track record of of successful picks, and you and you do have to look at you you do have to look at the future. I mean, if if they felt like they if if they felt like Jordan Love could be <sighs> um a Man, generational type a generational type quarterback, which I don't know, you know, if that's what they're thinking it, but if they think that he could be a franchise quarterback for them over the next decade. Oh man. And but it may take him a year or two. That's not a a bad idea because you know, when are the Packers going to be in the top 10 in the draft? I mean, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there never. Exactly. So, I mean, I I really can't blame them for the the whole draft and I mean you got to take your guy when you you got him when you think you got him and you know if you're if you're going to hit your wagon to these guys you got to do it that's all I'm going to say on that and if you ain't got anything else we're going to move on no I'm good all right here's another uh little uh thing I picked up from sources sources are saying that Matt Patricia not Josh McDaniels. Well, we'll say this differently. Matt Patricia is being groomed for a prominent role within the Patriots organization after being fired from Detroit. Um, possibly a head coach or a general manager. If it's a general manager position, could you could you see uh, a Patricia Josh McDaniels pairing? Maybe Matt. Matt Patricia being the GM and McDaniels being the head coach. Maybe. Uh, I think Patricia fits New England a little better than McDaniels does anyways. Do, and do you, do you think they if if that was the pairing or if Matt Patricia assumed the role of head coach, do you, do you think that he would have success or do you think that pairing would have success as, as a duo? I don't know. It's hard. They've both had opportunities. Neither one of them has been very successful. They both come from this coaching tree that we talked about earlier that doesn't really have seem a lot of like success. it has but, a lot of success. But, but the 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 key thing is that they're remaining in, in the Patriot organization. Which right, but what is the Patriot organization? Like we talked with Coach K, it's Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick. But it's also you know, Tom his, Brady. His call that that culture because of Bill Belichick c- could remain the same. But when Bill's not the one in front of the room, and you have somebody does it else change? I don't know. I mean, do, does it to you? I feel like it would because if Matt Patricia's up there dogging me the same way Bill Belichick was dogging me two years ago. I can look at Matt Patricia and oh, be like, what the what fuck, the fuck have, you, have done? you done? Like, right, right. I get what I you're saying. I can't look at Bill Belichick and say that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, That's true. That's true. That's. I mean, you got, you raise a very good point on that. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I know Matt Patricia, it didn't work with Detroit. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think sometimes the coaches don't get enough time, but I think also sometimes... I think it's, Patricia had significant time. I don't think it was a time there. Well, he but, had three, almost three years, but you know, I'm I'm not going to call that time. I think sometimes coaches do get 
you know, act before they have adequate time. But I also right, but think did Patricia that they really have... show you anything that you thought. No, but uh, neither did John Robinson, their general manager, John Robinson. He didn't show me nothing either. Right. So I mean, is that is that the is that the GM's fault or is that the uh, the head coach's fault? Well, that's always the golden question, right? You know, I mean, you get, you know, if you're, if you got GM under you, you know, I'm kind of along the lines of Bill Parcells. If I was a head coach, I would want to have a major, major say in who we're drafting because. Yeah, if you're going to do the cooking, you want to do the shop, the grocery shopping. Exactly. Exactly. All right. The Julio Jones trade talks is heating up as the June 1st uh, has lapsed. And that's, it's no deadline or anything, but after June 1st, uh, a lot of salary cap uh, implications go away right. if they trade Julio Jones. And talks are heating up. Um, I've, I've heard that Atlanta has got a first-round pick on the table with another team. Uh, who do you think's the favorite to land them? All right. So we talked a little bit about this on live last night uh, with the Bluegrass Beard account. So... In my opinion, it's Tennessee and New England. Okay, is your front runners? All right, I I did hear the Ram the Rams, and I I think the Rams are definitely out of it. I heard the Ravens are are out of it, which surprises me because they do have a little bit of draft capital, um, but I don't think they're willing to give up a first rounder. Um, I did hear Seattle was very interested. But, oh my God! But with the I Seattle Seahawks, and I apologize. Oh, you're all right. Uh, but with the Seattle Seahawks, they already have their 2022 first round pick spoken for to the Jets in the right. uh, Jamal Adams trade, which I, I'll, I'll yeah, say it again. I think it was. I, I think it was. I don't. There's no. I don't care if you give me Ronnie Lott, John Lynch, Ronnie Harrison. I don't give a shit who you give me at safety. There's no safety in the world ever has been worth two first round picks. No, you're Seattle. You're a bunch of fucking dumbasses. So fuck you. But anyways, they may end up getting Julio, um, but it would be for a 2023, not a 2022 first round pick. So that might put them out of it. I'm gonna go with you. Tennessee's been riding high on them. They have some I've seen draft a lot capital. Of AJ Brown promoting going and getting Julio. I've seen a lot of promotion. What about what about a sleeper team? Do you got any sleeper teams? What about the, the Raiders? The Ra- you gotta talk to Ra- you always gotta mention the Raiders. Or what about yeah. what about a team like uh, that we're not thinking of, like the Steelers? I know that's not really their MO. Yeah. But but there were we may be in the last year of uh, Big Ben. I don't know. I just couldn't imagine Pittsburgh going out there and swinging a big trade. Like, And I don't think it'll be a team like uh, a, a mediocre team like the Jets or anything, even though they would be chomping at the bits <laughs> yeah, for no it. Doubt. They, uh, they just – there's no way in hell Julio would agree to go there. Does he have a no trade clause? Does he have to I don't, agree? I don't think he has it, but what's that matter? He could say, fuck you, I ain't showing well, up to camp. That's you know? true. I mean, yes, he'd lose millions of dollars, but he's already been paid millions yeah, of dollars. What's he care? That's true. You know, I mean, I would just, agree. I would agree with that. All right. We got a little uh, 
I got a little bit less left of news. It's been actually a lot, mostly news on this show, and and then we're gonna get on the list and get the fuck out of here. Uh, hey guys, how about if I sleep on you? Good Reg- Lord, Reggie Bush, Andrew Luck, Lavar Arrington, and Paul Puzlo- Paul Puzlozny, Kellen Moore, and Marshawn Lynch headline. The College Football Hall of Fame. As well as they should. Now, this is, these are all headliners of a first time uh, nominations for the Hall of Fame. Do you think, with Reggie Bush's uh, sanctions and his uh, scandals that he went through, do you think that he will be a first time Hall of Fame, a first ballot Hall of Fame? winner do i think he will be or do i think he should be no the i i can answer the thing it should be yes he okay. should be okay but no i do you think he will be and 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 i just want before you before you give me your answer i just want to lay something out here last year eric dickerson who played for smu in the early 80s was finally elected to the college football hall of fame he was never proven to be guilty of accepting any kind of money from well, boosters, um, which I'm not going to say he did or didn't, but I mean, he fucking I'm, did. I'm sure he did. Have you ever watched the Pony Express? Yes, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he did. I'm, I'm sure he did. But anyway, like I said, he, you know, he hasn't. He was. He had to wait this long. That's a great documentary. Shout out, by the way. Oh if yeah, yeah it's the Pony Express. You definitely need to go watch it. Uh, yeah, that really doesn't change my answer any. It kind of solidifies it that, no, I don't think he will be, but I think he should be. All right. What What about these other headliners? Yeah, I, of course, Andrew Luck most definitely will be. Oh, yeah, definitely be. easy. LeVar yeah. Arrington definitely, definitely will be. Paul Pozlozny definitely. definitely will be. What about Kellen Moore? I, Marshawn Lynch should be. Yeah, Marshawn should be. What about Kellen Moore? He, yeah, he was shit in the NFL, but we ain't talking about the I NFL. Actually, Archie Griffin wasn't nothing in, in the NFL either. But he, he might, just so they can show the Statue of Liberty play against Oklahoma again, but actually, I don't. Was that him at quarterback yeah. that year? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. Did, I didn't realize that was him. Pretty sure that's him. The hook and look. No, that was Statue of Liberty. Didn't they do? Who was the quarterback for them whenever they did the hook and ladder against uh was that the same game against Oklahoma? I don't know. It was a BCS bowl game when they oh. did the Statue of Liberty. At, what about at the end, though? They did a hook and ladder. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I think they did a hook and ladder as well. But anyways. Anyways, I, 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 out of all of them, I would see Kellen Moore being pushed back to like year two or year three. And, you know, he probably... Besides Reggie Bush, he's probably got has had a um, a more illustrious career than all these other guys that I've mentioned. Probably Puzlowski, like Puzlowski, didn't he go to he Jacksonville? Was, he, he was did. a pretty good player, but like, he was it's a good not play. a real. He was a, a role. Play. He was a starter. Yeah, it's not a real like. Oh my God, he was a but, star. Like, like you know, like I said, we're not talking about how their NFL right. career. You can't base it off of that, uh, right? I'm just trying to think of names. I mean, Lavar Arrington. I I don't even know if you even remember him much. Very faintly. He he you played probably, for the he played for the Washington Football Team, right? He played the for the Washington known, Redskins at the, the time. Formerly known Washington Redskins, and, and he and and then in the 
the twilight of his career. He was with the uh, Giants, I believe. Um, but he wasn't there with them very long. Yeah. That's why I was kind of surprised you said Washington. I was waiting for you to say the New York Giants. No, 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 no. I, I remember him as with the Skins. Because that was actually 2001, I think, he was drafted, which is crazy. Uh, all well, right. It's crazy to think that I was eight, and I wow. still remember him. I was already out of high school. Hey, you old fucker. <laughs> you old fucker. <laughs> all right. Old fucker. We're gonna We're going to move on. To our next little segment, you know, I've been telling you for a while now that I want to start doing uh, new TikTok bits. Yep. And yep, uh, yep. I, I've been thinking about doing uh, the uh, specialty uh, burgers, specialty sandwiches that each fast food restaurants have. Yeah. Um, I, I want to start doing that and reviewing them. And I told you, I got, I got behind this. Like, I like this idea. I, I actually like it quite a bit, too. Uh. So we're kind of taking a little uh, number out, a little page out of the uh, hand boys up there in Cleveland, Ohio. We're taking a little page out of their book a little bit with our list segment. And we're going to list our favorite fast food specialty burger slash sandwich. Let's just do a little uh, detour. Okay. We detoured. So Let's go. Oh, yeah. We're we, detouring. We're, we're detouring. So this could be a sandwich or a burger, but it has to be. A specialty. All right, I got you. I know same what fast, and it has to be from a fast food yeah. joint. It yeah, cannot be through. like a Red Robin gourmet burger. Oh yeah, or out of the question. Yeah, drive through. Let's drive to it. Right. Let's go to the window. So you wanna you wanna give us a start, or do you want me to start it off? Oh, let's go with the classic. I want the Big Mac. The Big Mac. That is that your number four or number yeah, one? That's number four. Number. Four? I love I love a good Big Mac. All right. So I'm gonna we're gonna just go back and forth on this one. I'm gonna give you my number four, which you know it, it it was hard putting him at number four, but there were so many other burgers I think are just so heavenly better. Um, but the Baconzilla, and I I I'm kind of it was hard because I like I also like the Baconator from Wendy's, but the Baconzilla from Rally's is okay. uh, my number four. See, my thing is like. Even with the Baconator at Wendy's, like, I want the tomato, and I want the onion. I get what you're saying, yeah. I, I get that. I want those things, like, if I don't bite into a big tomato, which I know the Big Mac doesn't have it, or but pickles. that Mac sauce is so much different. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and then I get the pickles with it on the Big Mac. Lettuce, I could do without lettuce. I could, too. Like, I could care less if lettuce is on there, but most of those, like, I want that. I think I'd like it better on a chicken sandwich with, like, lettuce and tomato. Not necessarily lettuce, but tomato sandwich. I love love some lettuce and tomato on a chicken sandwich. Like a McChicken. You need to try a McChicken with lettuce, tomato, and pickle. I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing the little McGangbang and running the, taking the McChicken and the McDouble and then are, getting rid of the bottom buns. And I got. I got. I got to ask. Are, are you ordering it like that? Or no? Hell no. I, I fucking go up there and <laughs> you, you ain't got enough balls to ask for it. <laughs> absolutely not. We we, we got to do that sometime. Maybe one of us can get drunk enough to do it. Oh, I can definitely get drunk enough. Oh to yeah. Do it. Yeah, there ain't no doubt about that. All right. So number three. No, what, what's your number three? Let's do the Whopper. I love a Whopper. I think the Whopper is almost perfect. Like, I, don't fuck with it. Like, have you cheese. tried the Impossible Whopper? No. I did. I did. What do you, you think? You know something? It tasted almost identical to a regular Whopper. But they, I, I they make read, it right in the meat. Like, the same 
fucking meat grease as as, as like the, the regular. They yeah. make it on the same on the. It's not okay. Burger King and Hardee's they charbroil their their right. burgers, so they put them on a little conveyor thing that runs through like a flaming broiler, and it, it comes out the end right. end of it. So so it's it, it's getting on the same meat tray. So I mean, yeah, it it tasted so similar. But I did to... read somewhere that the Impossible Whopper had just as many calories as the regular. Oh Whopper. yeah, so, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like really, how much are you really gaining? Like I get the whole promotion of the business to and say, it, hey, and this you is know, made from plants. Like, yeah, I mean, you, if you're a vegetarian, that's fine. But if you're a vegan, you don't want to eat this because it's not all. It's, it's, it's not, not as healthy from, as it's cracked up to be. There, there's, an, there's animal fat in this, guys. right? But it's but it's still good. It's still not a bad burger. But I do. I I, I like me a Whopper. I do. You too. put cheese I on do. it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Usually I, I, I mean, kind of go back and forth. When when but they I like the cheese when they have the sale for two for six and I want to be cheap, I'll go without <laughs> six because it's like five ninety eight. Right. So yeah, I do that sometimes. So my number three, it, you know. And I, I just want to add that all of mine are burgers, and all of mine have bacon on them, by the way, because I <laughs> fucking love bacon. You can't go wrong with bacon. My number three is uh, the Monster Angus Burger from Hardee's. Oh, yeah. Now, this sucker had bacon and double burgers, like a, a half pound of burger, and then you got cheese, and I think it just has mustard, ketchup, pickle, something like that. And you get a, a side of fries and a drink for 12 bucks from Hardee's. I know it seems a little expensive for one meal, but I will tell you this. This meal is good. will fill your ass. You get your money's worth out of it. It's, it's a big-ass burger, and it's so delicious. Okay, so I was torn it, too. Okay. So I'm going to cheat. All right. Because I do that periodically. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm like, hey, I want to go here and get this, and then I want to go over here and get fries. I could be like that. I do that periodically. So, anyways, uh, with my number two, I I, I just couldn't I, I couldn't choose. Uh, it's the Frisco ham and cheese from Hardee's. The ham and cheese. Yeah. Okay. On the Frisco. On the Frisco toast sourdough bread. bread. Yeah. Okay, I've never had it like that. Oh. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's very delicious. And then the flamethrower from Dairy Queen. All I right. like a little heat, and that sucker's hot. And you get some cheese curds to go with it. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, um, I do. I do like the flamethrower. I also like their uh, shit. I just like their uh, bacon cheeseburgers. I, I do too. I like Dairy Queen. Uh, my number two though, some chicken strips know, with some gravy, since nobody oh, knows good. it exists. Oh my good God. God! If if you guys don't have never had the chicken strips with gravy from Dairy Queen, yeah, you gotta get the white gravy. Yeah, Apparently, you, up north they don't sell that, but oh my God! If you're in the south, you won't worry about the uh, flamethrower or, or any other burger after you try the strips yeah. with the gravy. Or that's all I ever get. Or if you're from the north and you come down south for vacation, because. Y'all do that when it gets cold as shit. Yeah, up there. and <laughs> I, I found I find it funny that people from, especially Ohio, when they say they're going south, they're going to Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is slightly warmer it is. sometimes. <laughs> like it gets cold a little slower here, but most of the time we have like the same general uh, weather as they do up there. Yeah, like, we get a little wetter. I don't know. We get big, a little warmer. Uh, that fat guy sent me a uh, video the other day of. 
up there where he's at and like they had such strong winds that they were using snow plows to get the water off the road oh it but you know where yeah we don't deal with that where, shit. where that fat guy's from he got that big lake area yeah. the lake effect snow and wind where yeah, i'm where i'm originally fun we had that lake same thing not quite as big as a lake but we had the lake effect wind and snow and it's yeah, all flat in ohio that's insane to somebody like me like i've never I mean, I don't even know if I've really vacationed for long up north, but man, that was nuts. When like, I when I first moved down here, I moved down here like in February, and you know, February it's it still feel it still feels you know, thirties, forties, right. you know, it's it's still cold down here. And uh, when I first moved down here from Ohio, hell, I was running around in like shorts and, <laughs> and cut off shirts because. You know, you be, were still used be, to what I'm was so, going on up there. Yeah, it's just because of 30 degrees down here and 30 degrees up here. It's just a different type of cold up right. there. It's a wet and it's, and you're out in the open. Um, down yeah, here nasty. you got a lot of wind blocking you. It's it's nowhere and near. We got, as bad. Yeah, we got the hills, man. Like, all right. So my number two burger specialty burger is uh, from Wendy's. Actually, I love Wendy's. Uh, is the uh bacon pretzel or I mean the pretzel bacon? Oh, I love those cheeseburger. Oh, that, I love that's those. like I I'm I had a hard time not putting it number one, but that's that's like my number two. Oh, I, do. Um, I love it. You know, it's got all the fixings on it. it. It's got the beer cheese, the bacon, the burger. You got a half pound or a quarter pound of burger. It's pretty damn hard to eat while you're driving. And then but you got oh good. yeah, but it's definitely worth. It. You got the little uh. What what is the little toasted uh, French fried onions on it as well? Oh yeah, and then the bun, the bun is just just like the icing on top of it. God, that fat guy! If you're listening, like put your belly away, stop rubbing it, put your tongue back in your mouth, like clean the drool off your chin because I know what's going on. And the beer cheese to me is what. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, get it off. Hey, you ignore my details. Yeah, I know. I hear you. <laughs> I do that on purpose. I know you do, and I just love how good you are at it. I love it. Anyways, okay. So, I get good at that. Yeah, You're like what, my kid. I just ignore you. <laughs> What's the beer cheese for you, Jesus Christ? The oh, they put the beer cheese on the burger. Yeah, no shit. All right, so. Uh, Was you not going to talk about how delicious it is? Oh, well, fuck yeah, it's good. I mean, the whole damn burger. I mean, it's just fucking... It's my number two. So, I mean, it's up there. I got high standards, damn it. All right. So, what's your number one? I'm kind of interested to see what your number one is. Okay. Are you going to cheat again? No. Okay. So, before I reveal my number one, though, uh, so we were live on TikTok for the first half of this episode. Yeah. Then my phone was dying, so I had to end it. So we're not live anymore. But anyway, so I I shouted out uh the Canadian follower that okay. was in there, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. At, just like I shouted out our Ireland and Singapore. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. So I, I I shouted them out, and they informed me, and I don't. I, I was just kind of curious if you knew this. Or if I'm just completely oblivious and don't know that this exists down here, did you know Burger King is a chicken parmesan sandwich? I knew they, I knew they did, but I didn't think it was like all the time. I knew it was like, uh, I thought it was like part of the 
I'll be a son of a part bitch. of the year. But I got one kicker on you. Burger King was one of, like my first job. So Oh, you motherfucker, yeah. you cheated. So that's so I kind of knew that. I was there whenever they brought out the uh, grilled chicken sandwiches. No kidding. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so my number one, and it's probably because I don't get it very often, and you're going to yell at me because it's not a burger. No, I, if, as long as it's a sandwich. Well, it is. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. <laughs> well, it's not a burger, but... Or the nuggets. I like the nuggets. No, it's got to be, it's get, gotta be a sandwich. I know, but I just wanted to shout out the nuggets. You uh, you like you like you like Chick Fil A's nuggets better I, than you do Raisin Cane's. Uh, I've never eaten a Raisin. Oh, Cane's I love now, Raisin actually. Cane. Their uh, sauce is fucking yeah, awesome. I, I have had Cane sauce. Uh, <laughs> Five always brought me Cane sauce because he like wants to put that shit in an IV. I would drink that uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So I have had Cane sauce, but man, I love some Chick Fil A, and I know it's because I don't get it very often. There's not one around here. I wish they'd bring one. Here I to do Mount too. Starling. Like, I would love it, but I don't get it very often, so... And I know that's part of the allure for me. It's kind of like Five Guys for me, too. Like, I love Five Guys, but it's because I don't get it that often. Like, if I was eating there two or three times a week, I probably wouldn't think it's a special. You know I what like, I mean? Like I like, you know, McDonald's just, just to play McDoubles. McDonald's. But, you know, it, it does get old. I don't eat it. I probably eat out too much, but I don't eat out at McDonald's very often anymore because it... No, to burn you out. I mean, but... I could. I'm. I probably eat McDonald's twice a week. Like, there's no wonder. I. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to believe that you don't have to roll me into the studio. And I know when my metabolism slows down, you're gonna have to. And I'm dreading that day because I just have no self control. None. I have zip. Not a. Not a bit of. It. I'm. I'm just as much as you drink. I'm just surprised that you're able to uh, <laughs> make it to my house. Walk and function on a daily yeah, basis. Gosh. All right, you ready to hear my number one uh, specialty sandwich? Nah, give it to me. The Frisco Burger from Hardee's. Oh, I do like you know, Frisco, yes. If not, you know, I got all these other burgers on here that have double burgers. This is just a single piece of meat. Cheese, tomato, mayonnaise, I, maybe some lettuce. Oh, you, you know what I forgot completely about till just now? What? The Shoney's uh, patty melt. Yeah, but Shoney's isn't a fast food joint. You can go through a drive-thru. Shoney's has a fast food? Fuck yeah. Or has a drive-thru? Fuck yeah. I, I've never seen one. But... Or no, I'm sorry, not Shoney's. Uh, uh, Frisch's. Oh, yeah, Frisch's Big Boy. Big Boy. Yeah. Okay, Big Boy. Yeah, that the what? patty melt that they got. I don't know if I've ever had it. <sighs> yeah, that. Big, <laughs> I forgot about Big Boy's. I, I haven't had Big Boy's in so long, so I don't really that's call That's the fiance's, it. like, favorite restaurant ever. Like, whenever I'm in the doghouse, that's usually how I get myself out of the doghouse. It's like, hey, babe. Let's go to Big hey, Boy. You, you want to you go Frisch's? You, you, you want to go Big Boy? I haven't had Frisch's Big you Boy want, in a you want, long, You want you a patty time. milk? You want, what, what, what you feeling here, honey? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I get it. Come uh, on. Let's go. Uh, And then, of course, the only thing I don't like about it is I can't get a fucking beer, but. Yeah, it'd be nice if you could go there and get beer, too. All right. So, uh, that concludes our listed segment. We say we get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. All right. Uh, we got a few people or a few things to toast real quick. Of course. Oh, we're toasting shit. I need liquor. Yeah, I do, too. Shit. 
You have you got you have glass. Here you go. Actually, I got, I just, oh, you, oh, you're taking the weaker stuff. Yeah. I'll take the bigger stuff. Shit, bitch, it's vodka. I'll take the big boy. It's it's flavor vodka. It's weaker. But I've been I ain't taking that much. I've been drinking the whole show. What? You've been drinking? Did I say that on the air? I think oh, you shit. did. My bad. I have alcoholic. kids. Do not do this at you home. Fucking alcoholic. All right. I cannot believe you. So, we we as always we want to toast our listeners. Absolutely. Our military. Absolutely. Our medical personnel. Cheers, motherfuckers. Our Cheers. first emergency responders. Absolutely. And all you motherfuckers out there that uh, just uh, are working and uh, working in the blue collar industry and keep on keeping on. We salute you motherfuckers, too. Absolutely. You got anybody special you want to toast? Nah, fuck no, I never do. We do <laughs> want to wish um, a preempted happy trails to uh, Coach K from Duke. Fuck it, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Kentucky fan. Uh, fuck all, that all the love come from me, Coach K, if you're listening. Yeah, ain't oh. none come from me. Actually... We probably need to call Slagle next week because he's a Duke fan. Oh, good. We definitely need to call Slagle. I didn't and realize that this was happening. Or I we we want to have... Uh, I apologize. We want to wish uh, Danny Ainge, longtime Hall of Fame uh, player, coach, GM. You know what? The Celtics, Suns, and all that shit. Happy trails, pal. You know what? 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 Fuck that motherfucker, too. You know, I mean... <laughs> he... He is what he is, but yeah, fuck him too. I don't, <laughs> not not to fuck him because I don't I don't fuck Coach Coach K. He he's the greatest coach college coach of all time. All I'll say is Coach Cal ain't got shit on Coach K. So let's get our glasses up. Let's toast to Coach K and no. and the rest of our listeners. I'm not, not toasting them motherfuckers. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. Well, let's get up and have a drink and get the fuck out of let's here. Let's toast all them real motherfuckers. <sighs> Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out.